0: Welcome to the PGF podcast. My name is Paige and I'm an online women's health and fitness coach. This podcast is here to help you lose body fat, nurture your mindset, and improve your relationship with food, exercise, and your body. If you're ready for coaching, you can find more information in the show notes. Hello, mon petit, I don't know. I didn't take French longer than year nine, so like minimal knowledge, anyway hello let's get into the episode this episode is going to be about building muscle um and why i think that you should focus on that as a primary thing when getting into the gym um specifically or like not specifically but you know especially if um fat loss isn't like a healthful goal for you so for some people you know their health in general will improve if they were to lose body fat whereas lots of people they join the gym they get sucked into this idea that they need to be losing weight they need to be super lean they need to have abs all of these sorts of things they become hyper fixated on the way their body looks their body image actually declines I've I've done an episode on this um, a couple of episodes ago Um, but instead I want to put forward a case for focusing on muscle building first um, and And yeah, I'm going to talk about why I think you should do that. And then I'm going to talk about how to optimize that um, in terms of lowest hanging fruits, like the easiest things that you can do with the biggest like bang for your buck. And then some optional extras that I think will help, but like ignore them unless you're going to put in the basics first because the basics always win, which I know is kind of annoying because they get boring um, and everyone will tell you the same things um, of how to do it. And that's because they're the basics, you know, it's like one plus one is two. Everyone's going to tell you that because that's just fact. Um, so if you're looking for something novel and exciting, it's probably not the podcast for you. Um, anyway, I haven't really sold it, have I, but let's get into it anyway, before you click off. Um, so why should you start with building muscle? So I think it's quite common that people, especially women join the gym because they're looking to lose weight, um, which is, fine i am a big advocate for resistance training during fat loss phases because it helps to preserve muscle mass which means more of the weight that you lose is body fat um and a lot of women are after like a toned look and maintaining muscle mass or even building some muscle mass um during a fat loss phase will help to give you that toned look whereas if you just lose um weight without resistance training, some of what you lose will be muscle and a large proportion of it will be muscle than if you were to resistance train. Um, So so yeah, you should still resistance train anyway, but I think you should start by building muscle because when you start resistance training, you're in the best place to build muscle because your body hasn't experienced that stimulus before. Um, So, your body's like kind of ready and raring to go and that new stimulus has a huge effect on your body it's kind of called newbie gains which i actually hate the phrase because i think it's really patronizing like i remember when i first got into the gym and this guy was like oh you've progressed like your weights have progressed quite a lot since you started um but it's all newbie gains and i was like like who the fuck are you do you know what i mean like men in the gym have some audacity the amount of like the things that people have told me in the gym is like unbelievable usually very patronizing and usually from men but anyway um that's a tangent for another time um But yeah, I just think like you're in such a good place to get so much out of your training, to progress your lifts so much in terms of strength, to progress in terms of building muscle. Like you are never going to progress as quickly as you are when you start. So why not optimize that by making sure that you're eating sufficient um, calories, making sure that you're eating sufficient protein um, and just getting as much out of it as possible. And then in the future, if you wanted to go into a fat loss phase, you could potentially do that. But you're also gonna like the way you look more when you're lean, if you've built muscle first, because you're going to have that shape rather than just looking like a bean rod, which is basically what I looked like because I I did what I'm advising against now by just going into like fat loss immediately. And I still resistance trained, don't get me wrong. But I ended up like, because I went from when I was, I had a bigger body, was when I was in a bigger body, I had like quite big boobs, I had quite big legs. I was quite like curvy. It was all fat. So that when I lost the fat, I literally was just like, who is this 12 year old boy staring back at me in the mirror? Whereas if I'd spent some time building muscle, maybe I wouldn't have felt like that as much. Um, So, yeah, I recommend it because you're in the best place to build muscle so why not like capitalize that on that as much as possible and i mean like two years of just focusing on building muscle and i'm not saying go into a into a surplus um i did an instagram post on this like over the last couple of days about why i don't recommend doing specific like cutting and bulking cycles and constantly moving from one into the other um which i might do a podcast on as well but um yeah just focus on you know eating sufficient amounts so three meals a day making sure there's a good amount of protein in them listening to your hunger cues and then training really hard and getting the most out of it so yeah let's make sure that effort gets you as much out of it as possible and stick at maintenance don't go into a deficit anyway what are the lowest hanging fruits that we can focus on in order to build as much muscle as possible without it taking over your entire life because remember that's where I'm coming from. I don't want you to track every calorie. I don't want you to track every macro. I don't want you to, you know, bury yourself every session. I'm not one of these bodybuilders who's like, are you leaving gains on the table? Like leave some gains on the table and enjoy your life. How about that? Um, Anyway, lowest hanging fruits. Make sure you have protein in every meal and or snack. Um, So this could look like, instead of having, I don't know, yogurt and fruit for breakfast with granola have Greek yogurt and fruit for breakfast with granola because it has significantly higher protein content in it um you know have an omelet in the morning with I don't know some bacon or some ham in it or something rather than whatever you would usually have I don't know what people eat for breakfast um you know if you're having cereal could you have a protein shake on the side or could you have a protein yogurt on the side those sorts of things where you can just add a little bit of protein lunch add a protein source could be meat could be fish could be dairy Um, again could be a protein shake or whatever you need it to be Um, and then dinner just if you already have protein in your dinner maybe increase the portion of protein that you're having all of those sorts of things just to supplement it a little bit so that you know that you're getting multiple protein servings throughout the day Um, again don't need to track macros don't need to track calories it's quite an easy obvious thing to do like wherever your protein is coming from increase the amount that you're having or increase the, the frequency that you're having it and you'll be on your way to improving it doesn't need to be perfect as long as it's better than what you're doing before that's progress um i would train between three to four times a week if you start with two great if you want to work your way up from there great I would recommend not just going in at four and then being like this is too much and I can't sustain this and then giving up like start on the lower end and work your way up um but yeah I I think three sessions is great for most people you can do a nice full body split you could do like two full body and then specialize in an area that you want to build um and it has enough frequency that you're getting a good amount of stimulus out of it can build a good amount of muscle and strength from it but also you're spending more days out of the gym than you are in the gym. And I think psychologically, that's a good place to start. Um, Then, you know, prioritize recovery, make sure you're getting a good amount of sleep, Um, make sure that you're staying well hydrated, like most of the processes in the body and a lot of the processes that are to do with building muscle require like hydration in your cells. So make sure that you're well hydrated. It also, um, there's been studies that suggest that like hydration can massively affect output in a training session. So if you're trying to train hard, train with intensity in order to stimulate building muscle as much as possible, like you're going to want to be hydrated in order to do that. Make sure that you're getting enough sleep, um, so that you have that energy for your workouts um and also like sleep is one of the times where you're which is like an anabolic thing to do it's one of the times where you're building the most muscle lots of people think you build muscle in the gym you you don't um you create stimulus in order to um build muscle when you're recovering when you're resting um so i'd prioritize recovery you don't need to do ice baths you don't need to sit in a sauna you don't need to do any of these things that you're constantly seeing online you don't need to foam roll you don't need to massage gun or anything like that just have days where you're you know still active still going for walks all of those sorts of things but where you're not training where you're making sure that your sleep is good where you're making sure you're well hydrated um and then the final thing and this is important is that you train with a certain level of intensity now Let's get this really clear. You are not a bodybuilder. You do not need to bury yourself every session. You do not need to push yourself to the point where your nose is bleeding or to the point where you feel like you're gonna throw up or to the point where you're gonna wet yourself. You don't need to do that, okay? We don't need to do that. Um, But you do need to try and progress over time, especially at the beginning. Like I said, you're in the best place to build um, strength and to build muscle. And something that I tell my clients a lot is like, strength is a skill and it's a multifaceted skill. It is not just, can you do this movement? It's not just, can you do a squat? Can you do a shoulder press? That's the first thing. As you get better at doing those things, you will get stronger because you will find the most efficient way to perform that movement. Then you have the muscular strength. How strong is that muscle? And that will progress over time as well. Your muscles will get stronger. They will get bigger. And then the other thing is how good is your brain at telling your muscle to contract or to do the thing that it needs to do? And that's another form of strength. It's a neurological form of strength. And all of these things are going to be progressing at the same time when you start. In like three, five, ten years, you're going to have perfected the skill or as close to have perfected the skill. You're going to have a really good squat. You're going to have a really good shoulder press. You're also going to be really good at, at getting your muscle to do the thing you want it to do so then really you're just relying on the strength progression um, from in terms of like the actual um muscles ability to to push a certain amount of weight so you're only progressing really on one strand of those three whereas at the beginning you're progressing on all three and that is why you can see so much progress in a relatively short amount of time so you want to make sure that you're making the most of that and really push for intensity not at the at the detriment of form or anything like that but make sure that you're progressing you know every week every other week and if you can't progress in terms of weight progress in terms of reps um and kind of balance like um yeah balance between them like go up a couple of reps one time and then the next week maybe you go up in weight and come down in reps and then you go up in reps and stay the same weight etc etc um So those are kind of like the biggest bang for your buck. If you can train consistently, if you can train with intensity, if you can make sure that your recovery is good and if you can eat enough protein, you're getting like 90% of the gains that you can um, out of of the gym. Um, And obviously alongside that goes having good form. Um, And I've done a podcast, maybe the last one, maybe the one before that, I can't really remember, was about like form and why it's important. so let's get into like the added extras now everyone bloody loves an added extra and then like spends all their money on them and all of those sorts of things but they are added extras for a reason if you're not training consistently taking creatine is going to be absolutely far cool you know if you're not training with some level of intensity none of these extra things matter but they they will make a little bit of a difference so once you've got the basics down feel free to add these in so number one is uh, supplementing with creatine. Creatine is one of the only supplements that I recommend kind of across the board. Um, it has a um, it can it used to get a bad rap, I'm not sure whether it does anymore, really. If you want a like full breakdown of creatine, like I can send you um, one of the guides that I've made for my clients, I'm happy to send that over. Just message me on Instagram at Fit, and I'll send that over. Um, but yeah creatine is naturally occurring within the body anyway um but supplementing with it can help um like fill up your stores of creatine basically um and it helps with lots of different things it helps with memory and cognition but it also helps with strength um and um as a byproduct of that can help with like muscular development so it is something that's beneficial to take you need to take it every day between three and five grams there's no no lead oh my god no need to front load or creatine load or anything like that just take it every single day five grams um and you may slowly over time see some um strength um and muscular benefits from it it's quite cheap which is great and it's very bioavailable so um it's good easy for the body to use the body doesn't have to like do anything crazy to like get access to it or anything like that um so it's a good thing to take but again if you're not training with intensity if you're not training consistently creatine ain't gonna do shit so um let's get the basics down first um some of the like uh, suggested side effects is like hair loss it's not true um weight gain it will make you gain weight because it um stores water within the muscle so um you your weight may go up but it's not going to go up um consistently it's just going to go up at first and then it will hold there. Um, So just something to be mindful of if you are in a fat loss phase and you're like, why has my weight suddenly gone up? it might be because you've just started taking creatine. Um, you could maybe increase your training up to four times a week. I don't recommend anyone going higher than that. I've trained six times a week before and guess what, I got injured. Um, I've trained five times a week before, which I don't hate. Like that was absolutely fine when I was at uni and didn't really have anything to do because I did a, I did history and I had six contact hours. But um, having like a real life job, I just think five times a week is too much. And also, over like I used to only resistance train like I did like no cardio or anything like that whereas now I quite like to do a little bit of cardio so doing it four times a week and then running between once and twice like it's just a better balance for me but all of my clients no one trains more than four times a week um as in resistance training I just think it's too much I think it puts too much pressure on you and I'd rather you do less like have less training sessions in your program and consistently get all of them in than aim to do more and like never actually fit them in like it's pointless Um, And then you can also add cardio. Now I would probably just add a little bit of cardio anyway. I wouldn't say this is like an optional extra, but um, it can really, really help in terms of recovery between sets. Like if you're gassed out after a set and it's taking you like two minutes to recover um, and to get like your breathing back to a normal rate, like that's not gonna help your next set be optimal um, and get as much out of it as possible. And if we want to work at high intensity, um and if we want to keep pushing, keep pushing, your recovery needs to be good. So um implementing some cardio will help with that. So whether it's like 10 minutes or 15 minutes at the end, or whether you just have a whole separate day where you just sit on the bike for like half an hour, doesn't need to be high intensity, you know, we're not going for PBs here. So it should just get your heart rate up to around 130 beats per minute, hold it there for 10, 15, 20 minutes, and then get off and move on with your day. Um, but that's something that I'd recommend if muscle building is something that's important to you and again what i want to stress is like a lot of the things that you see on instagram is from bodybuilders where their whole life their livelihood their career their everything their friendships their relationships everything in their life is based around being as muscular as possible and then for some parts of the year being as lean as possible you are not a bodybuilder you do not need to replicate the things that they are doing you are not undedicated and undisciplined and unmotivated if you aren't doing everything that they're doing they're doing it for a very specific reason and unless you want to stand on stage two you don't need to be doing those things it's important that you love your life it's important that you have balance it's important that you don't put the gym above everything else in your life because it's not that important um and I wish I had known that when I first started because it's so easy to start idolizing people whose goals aren't the same as yours and their goals will rub off on you and that may sound like a positive thing but like I don't want to stand in my underwear on a stage tanned and oiled up like slowly developing an eating disorder because I go through stages of extreme dieting and then extreme overeating you know I'd rather live in the balance instead um, and that is what I encourage my clients to do that's what I encourage you to do and that's what this podcast is about it's about getting as much out of building muscle whilst also having a life that doesn't completely revolve around the gym because I think that's the healthiest way to do it and stops people going down tracks that they didn't really sign up for when they decided to just you know get their new hobby of going to the gym so just something to be mindful about um is that you can build muscle without doing bulks um and it can be an enjoyable process that doesn't take over your entire life anyway i hope that was useful Um, if you are interested in either that creatine um, document that i told you about or a muscle building cheat sheet then you can dm me on instagram if you dm me muscle i'll send you the muscle one if you dm me creatine i'll send you the creatine one and if you just want to message me and ask specifically rather than just sending me random words you can do that as well Um, anyway i hope you all have great days i hope this was useful and i'll speak to you soon